Feud Rampage, where we discuss pop culture. Uh, with me again today is Bree. Hello, everyone. And this time we are going to talk about Endgame. Woo-woo, Endgame. I would like to let you know there are going to be <laughs> massive spoilers ahead if the title alone didn't uh, give anything away. Um, as we are recording this and I will be uploading it, we will be three weeks in from the release uh, in theaters. Um, so if you haven't seen it yet, uh, go ahead and skip this episode. I won't be offended until you see it. But if you've seen it and you skip this, I will be so upset. Don't <laughs> skip it. So last episode we talked about Infinity Wars. Yes. Uh, immediately after we had viewed that and we had a lot of thoughts about the Marvel Universe, you had seen Endgame at that point. I still had not. Right. This is uh, now our second time seeing it so that yeah. we, uh, so that first, first time around I could just process, get it all in. You, really take in the movie. You really have to just have that, like, first experience with yeah. it and not just try to, like, deep dive in and be like, yeah, so there was this, this, this. Because even watching it for a third time, like, yeah. I really noticed a lot of things that I didn't notice the first time. Mm -hmm. So I thought it was pretty interesting. Um, first time around, I was too busy crying for the last 20 minutes to take any notes. This time, I was doing a little bit better. Um, I only cried a couple of times. Thank you very much. I'm so proud uh, of you. Thanks. <laughs> Um, so, but again, there's going to be a lot of spoilers in this episode, um, so if you haven't seen Endgame and you're still interested in seeing Endgame, skip this. I don't want to be held liable for anybody hearing anything that they did not want to hear, because um, I'm giving you this very long warning right at the beginning. <laughs> Go okay. watch Endgame. Seriously, Do it it's so good. Now. Do it as soon as you can. It's <laughs> so good. Um, okay. So, what the hell was up with Hawkeye being under house arrest? So, okay, if you remember back from, I believe it's Age of Ultron. Um, oh, God, you're asking me to remember so far. I know. Well, I think it's Age of Ultron when he actually... No, it's Civil War. Civil War is when, basically, um, the people who sided with Captain America and that side of the house um they got That's in right. trouble and whatever blah 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 That's right. and so basically he was arrested for a period of time if you can remember because uh iron man went in and was like showed a video clip to sam and was like what is this and so then uh fast forward basically what had happened is i think and I can't remember 100% because I feel like I'm missing a movie in here somewhere, but he gets put on house arrest and then goes from there. So that's basically why he was not in Infinity Wars at all, and that's why I couldn't say anything the first time, yeah, <laughs> because <laughs> then it would have given like a little bit of in-game away. Okay. So Yes, I, I definitely did not remember that at all. Um, yeah. I've had the habit recently of only kind of watching movies once. Right. Um, maybe twice, but it's I watch them so infrequently, and there's so much time in between. I forgot. I forgot about that. Yeah. Um. It wasn't until late, like literally ten minutes later, um, when Tony was saved from outer space with Nebula. Right. Because Captain Marvel is a badass. Uh. <laughs> okay, so she is a badass. However, um, I just want to say that I'm really frustrated with the way that they did the like her character in this movie because she's. She's very just, like, distant, and she's not really part of the team. And I feel like they could have done, like, a little bit more to, like, involve her. Because in the beginning scene, if you can remember, 
Um, she's sitting there. She's the first person that goes in and, like, tackles Thanos when oh, yeah. he's in, like, the garden. And, like, takes care of everything. Like she's a powerhouse. Yeah, she is. She really is. But at the same time, it's like, okay, give me more of Captain Marvel besides, like, the, you know, 20 minutes that we get to actually see her. Because she is really a badass. And, like, her movie, like was actually very good and I'm just so I'm frustrated with that whole thing. It's just stupid. If the Avengers were a cell, my <laughs> Captain Marvel would be the mitochondria. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Wow. <laughs> really? <laughs> I'm gonna take um four psychic damage for that dad joke. Yes, don't do the daddy's reference. Yes. What's he for? Okay. So, yeah, I mean, like, it, I think that they could have done more to just kind of make her more a part of the team rather than somebody that's just coming in to save everybody's asses. Right. But they do make a good point at, like, the beginning of the movie when they're like, well, what about you? Where have you been? And she's like, um, yeah, the rest of the universe doesn't have the Avengers, so it's kind of right. up to me. I'm like, yeah. Which makes sense. Yes. However, like, they could have done a little bit more of just making at least, like... I don't know, because, okay, then now there's, like, the feminist part of me that's like, well, she doesn't have to be approachable and nice. She She's right. she's there to protect the galaxy. Yeah. She doesn't have to be super friendly. She doesn't have to do things with a smile on her face. But I think that they definitely could have integrated her more throughout the movie rather than just In the beginning. In, in, rather than just in the beginning and then just in the end when she's got time to kick ass. Right. Like, they could have done more with her character. Not saying that they necessarily had to make her, like, nicer or more agreeable or anything like that no but just like kind of incorporate her exactly. more in the movie and that that's like one like of they my could have like had her doing like audio check-ins with Nat or something like that rather than like just the one video one right just, and that that was that's you know that was one of my first like little hey i'm gonna go on a rant for a moment and like yeah she told me she had some rants planned and she they, it was like you're gonna cue me in or are you just gonna go and she's no i'm just gonna go so Y'all are about to be as surprised as I am. <laughs> You're about to be as surprised as you are. Um, so my secondary note about Clint being under house arrest is... Didn't like... So, like, his entire family just got zapped. Right. Yeah. So, basically, in the very beginning cutscene, um, they're kind of prefacing Infinity, like how they did that. Infinity Wars. Yeah. And how when Thanos just snapped his finger and everyone disappeared... It yeah, it, it just really kinda did like that backstory of like, hey, this is what happened to Clint mm -hmm. and then this is why he's about to go on this like huge slaying mm -hmm. rampage yeah. of everyone who survived. That was I just don't uh, I get it, but I don't I get it, but I don't I like how they did that scene though. Right. Where it's him and his kids and his wife and yeah. trying to do the picnic and he's teaching his daughter how to do archery and right. um he, like, turns towards his wife to, like, yell something at her, turns yep. around, his daughter's gone, turns around again, they're right. gone. Like, I really like that, because it, like, then just makes him the focal point. Exactly. Of just going back and forth. Yeah. Um, I really liked that. But then, like, he was just magically off house arrest, and, like, able to go wander around, like, did, like, the entire, like, police force get zapped, that, like, is supposed to be doing that, and, like, it doesn't well, seem pro fair or proportional, because if it's supposed to be a random randomization of everybody in the universe, why did his entire family go? That, I don't know why, like, but, however, there... That was just, like, a weird, like, plot point, like, I know that that was meant right. to be, like, a, you know, how does he 
how does he get to where he is? How do we, like, you know, make him... Yeah. How, how do we bring that duality between him and Nat for right. the Soul Stone? He's got something oh. to atone for. She's trying to, like... She's got right. a mission. He's trying to atone, like... How but do we do that? I, I think I think uh, because they did it that way and they made his family go away, it gave them more of a reason to sacrifice Nat for the Soul Stone, as compared for to him because she wanted him to go back and see his family exactly. again, and that, that was the was... whole reason as to why he was sitting there and he was like. We're going to do this, and we're going to get my family back. Like, he had a purpose. Yeah. and like Tell my family I love them. Tell them yourself. Like, right. First time around, I was bawling at that entire scene. Like, oh, I yeah. was, like, white-knuckled, like, cl- fist clenched. Like, how is this going to play out? What are they going to do? Yeah. Oh, my God. Are you kidding me? Right. Um, I was wondering, because they... Uh, Nebula must have told them exactly what happened between Thanos and Gamora to get the Soul Stone. She did. If, if you remember... Um, so then, so then, Cap, when he was picking the teams, either Nat just didn't like hold that information properly because she seemed really shocked when they actually got to um, Morag. No, more no. V- uh, oh, uh, Vla- Valmir. Something with a V. I don't know. Yeah, it's somewhere in here, but my handwriting's very sloppy. Uh, Vormir. 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 Thank you. There we yes, go. Vormir. I'm like, wait, it starts with a V. <laughs> she seemed really shocked when they got to Vormir, so that means, like, Steve pitted them, essentially pitted them against each other because he knew that those were the two that cared about each other the most. Right. And would actually, like, have the higher chance of, like, making that sacrifice to actually get the stone without, like, making it seem like a piddly kind of relationship. Like, right. if they had sent Banner with Nat. Right, but at the same time, like, if you kind of, like... See, the whole thing is Banner is super important because he has that gamma radiation. Yes. And he, like, fused himself with the actual Hulk, so he now has his own personality with Hulk's body. It's very weird. And it's so weird. I don't like it. But it's hilarious (laughs) at the same time. I don't like it. Like, you can see his, like, confidence skyrocket. Like, his his confidence skyrockets, and it is absolutely... To me, it's hilarious. But at the same time, like, they needed to keep the Hulk because the Hulk was the only one that was going to be strong enough and capable of making that first snap Mm -hmm. to get everyone back. back. Yeah. Yeah, so I can understand that one. I guess if you're going to have two expendable characters for the story, it would be Clinton Nat. Right. And... However... (laughs) That's not fair! That's, like, that is using their relationship against them. That is so fucked up, and I know that that is the only way to get the Soul Stone, but that is still so fucked up. Like, I'm, like, really... I'm really upset about it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really upset. I, I know. I was upset about it, and then I was just like, well, they're just doing what they got to do to save the universe. I know, and that's why, like, Nat's, like, sacrifices mean so much, because it's, like... She wanted specifically Clint to be able to have his relationship with his family, and he wanted him. She wanted him to have his family because she doesn't have one. Like she right. says, you know, she it, well, what, she can't have a family. Exactly. She like never could have a family, and like all like it's but just, she made one. She made one, yes, but at the same time, in order to protect your family, you yeah, sometimes have sacrifices. to exactly like you have to give the ultimate sacrifice, like. It sucks, but at the same time, it's awesome at the same... Like, it just sucks, but it's awesome, and I love it, and it, I'm a terrible, like, 
messed up human being, it's fine. I don't care. <laughs> All right, I accept it. Um, I like Tony and Nebula bonding. Right, like when they're they're playing the like and she's like getting so aggressive with the um <laughs> and the movie they're playing like the the paper touchdown where you have to make a goalpost with your fingers and then you have a folded triangle of paper that you're trying to flick through and make the make a touchdown and they're just like she's getting like so aggressive with it and she's just like ha so everything <laughs> that you played when you were in high school and middle school, that is what was going on in this whole entire scene. And then she was actively, like, taking care of him, too, because, like, right. she's mostly machine, but, yeah. like, still bio components was making sure that, like, his wounds were fine. The virus, right. like, when he got infected, that, like, that, yep. had run, that had run its course, she was making sure that he was okay, that um, he was, like, getting the last of yep. any food, he was he was taken care of and like when he fell asleep on the floor she like put him up into like a chair so he could be more comfortable like she well, actively took care of him no that scene it was not to take care of him it <coughs> was to place him up to where in case anyone ever did find them because everyone like that scene was meant to be like the oh my god tony stark is going to die in this scene right here like this is his last this is, like, his last part in this whole entire thing. That That's what that whole scene was. But I love how they flipped it around and, like, Captain Marvel came in and saved the day. Like a freaking angel. Oh, my God. I was so excited and happy about that because I... Iron Man has to be one of my all-time favorite oh, so characters. Oh, that was a dignity thing. I'd consider that still taking care of somebody. N right. And like, it, that's taking care of, like, their, right. their image in the afterlife. Exactly. So, it, it it was a beautiful moment, but it was awesome at the same time because you literally thought, you're like, this is Iron Man's last appearance, mm -hmm. and nope, here he is. He's still with us. Yes! <laughs> I like where Nebula, Nebula's character is gone. Right, how she, like, has this like self-pleasing you know i have to please my father to i am me exactly and i don't and like need seeing to do this transformation happen like she even talked about it gamora the past gamora was like right you know what happens with us she says i try to kill you several times right and then we become friends yep we become sisters yep and you can, like, I even made a note about that. Like, I think that's all Gamora ever wanted. That is. You know, she just wanted a sister. She wanted a friend. She wanted somebody there in her corner. And oh, yeah. There, because, like, Thanos is an asshole. They're both on the same side. Exactly. But they just, like, never really, you know, brought it to light that they were both on the same side. Exactly. And Nebula was always so willing and wanting to... um you know, please Thanos that that relationship definitely got strained because mm -hmm. Gamora was like, I don't need his approval. No. I'm good enough. And then finally when Nebula was oh. like, I don't need that approval either, that's mm -hmm. when things started to change for mm -hmm. the better. God, it's just so crazy because, like, then you think about, you know, she's talking about, like, her relationship with Thanos and calling him father, but then also, you know, like, I was never good enough for him. And, right. You know, he was always trying to... When she and, um... God, when they're on... When they're getting the Power Stone. Oh, uh, Morag. Yeah, Morag. Uh, Mor 
Well, okay, so, so when they're in Morag, they're getting the power. When they're in Morag, they're talking, you know, she she burns her hand reaching for the power stone. Yep. And she's looking at it, it's on her, you know, the mechanics are on fire, it's metal underneath, there's no bones or anything, it's yeah. just wiring metal. Yep. She's looking at her hand, and she looks at him, and she says, I wasn't always like this. Right. And the implication there is that Thanos made her like that. He, he you know, did. And he did. He's, she's talked about it many a times, and then, like, you kind of realize the full extent, because, like, it's, you know, like, in her, like, literally her head, her whole body, like, it's right. how much of her is actually, like, biological and how much is machine. Right. Um, and then Rhodey says, I wasn't either, but we have to work with what we've got. It was, that was awesome. I, I loved that I, scene. Like, that was, like, like, yes, you're right. Yeah. You don't always get what you want, but you have to work with what you've got, and that, that can work. That can be functional. That yep. can be awesome. That can be great. Yeah. Um. But there was another scene, like when we were like looking at past Nebula and past Gamora. Right. The way that Nebula has fought throughout the entire series that we've had her. Yep. It's always full of anger and like just that need to be violent and that need for like approval. Like yes, you, you can see it in her fighting style where she just she's loud and aggressive overly aggressive oh yeah you know there it's just yeah. strike after strike after strike after strike and not really any strategy within that because it's like you're it's just the need to kill the need right. to prove herself worthy yep and then there's gamora who's just like you're my sister i am here for you and like um when they got back onto Thanos' ship right and nebula freaked out because she was having that connection between her future self and her present self. Right. Um, and then it cast Gamora, the... Yeah, it cast the message. Yep. Gamora immediately stepped in and was like, she must be, like, her, um... Her circuit, whatever. Or her synaptic drive was probably damaged right. during battle. Yep. You know, that, and just to, like, save, try and, like, do something to save her from getting, like, tortured, right. essentially. Yeah, because that's, ex that's what, what was gonna happen. Exactly. Like, he, he was, was just... going to torture the information out of her. Exactly. Um... To reference back to Detroit Become Human, they can share information. They can, like, you know, yep. one android can probe another android's memories, but that can be painful. Right. You know, and that's, that's essentially what he was going to do to her. That's exactly what happened, though. And because, like, their, their uh, memories were both overlapping each other. Mm -hmm. So it's like every time, like, a memory would come up, instead of it just being, like, how she could normally project out, like, mm -hmm. memories, it was a... Like, if you remember, it started sparking and all that, and then mm -hmm. they both, like, collapsed, and it was like, what's going on? Mm -hmm. So, it was it was interesting to see all, how that was going to play out, and I was very mad that Thanos found out. Yeah. But, however, I cannot control what people do for their movies. No, so. and there had to be something to bring the final battle in. Right, and oh and my god. And what else would make sense other than... Bring Thanos. Other than, like, both Nebulas connecting present nebula getting kidnapped yep. past nebula going into the present like, yep. and bringing the ship in like nothing else would make sense right um oh god i had one last thing about nebula to kind of wrap up her um i really like her development like, i said it multiple times i like her development and how she's kind of become part of the team, like with the right. uh, with the Guardians, you know, with she, the Guardians and then the Avengers, exactly. and like how she um, just, yeah, how they integrate her into all of it. Exactly, 
And then at the, like, towards the end of the movie, when it's past Gamora, past Nebula, current... Nebula. Current Nebula. She's, you know, pleading with her past self, we don't have to become this. Right. You know, we can be, you know, we don't have to become this. And she yep. said, this is me. And then she gets shot because that is going only going to lead down the path of evil. Right. Still want to know what happened with Gamora in that? I still don't totally understand. See, that was one of my other rant points is I want to know what they're going to do because that could essentially lead to them bringing out another Guardians movie. And, like, because Thor is now on, like, that ship yes. with the Guardians, and I'm like, what are they going to do happen. here? What Like, what are they going to do? Like, they're kind of living, like, cliffhangers. What kind of path of self-discovery are we going to go on with Thor? Oh, also, I know. we've got to have another Black Panther movie. Because did you see the sprawling metropolis that it had become? Yes. Also, by the way, let's talk about Thor for a moment. Um, he looks like... Up. Melted ice cream. Thorboski. Thorboski. It's Thor Lebowski. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I get it. Like, you're, so many stupid notes in here. You're, you're sad because, and like, I, I completely. He's, he's lost his purpose. He doesn't know who he is. It's essentially, uh, have you ever had, like, a, a moment of, like, identity crisis when you just have no idea who you are, what you're supposed to be, or what you even represent? Yeah, that's why I joined the Marine Corps. Uh, <laughs> see where that got you? I know. <laughs> um, um, that's essentially what was going on. Is yeah. He was, a, a, he didn't feel like he had any kind of anything. Oh, um, you know, No I, sense yeah. of identity, no... Nothing that he was actively fighting for. I'm he just so sad. He couldn't, he, he couldn't sad. actually defeat Thanos before, like, Thanos was able to... I was, <laughs> I was just so sad because of the fact that literally, like, he was this smoking hot god that I'm like, please, please come here. Yes. I will love to look at you all day to this, like, beer drinking, ice cream eating, like guy that literally is so depressed and i'm like i so just want to help you mine got it sure i can just slam a six pack with yeah okay <laughs> i mean if that's what you're into i don't care i'm into beer and guys that drink I, beer. listen i like beer as well I no you don't drink. no i started drinking beer <laughs> oh, good i'm proud of you <laughs> so don't you lie to me on my own podcast no like i actually started drinking beer now um, so but actually, that was a, so I'm kind of glad that they kind of put him on down that path because then when they got to uh, he and Rocket got to Asgard, yeah, and he he got actual closure with his mom. I know, like he actually got to talk to her and hear like for the last time on his own terms, you know, like I love you, right? Eat a salad, <laughs> and then he's like, wait a minute, <laughs> wait. and then waits, and then like Rocket's like, what the hell? What's going on here? It normally <laughs> takes a second, <laughs> and then. Boom! Right back. I'm so worthy. So it doesn't matter like how you are in like your emotional state and your mental state. You know, as a person, you're still worthy to have. You are still valid. Those feelings are still acceptable. You are fine to feel these things. That does not make you an unworthy person of anything. He was still worthy to be able to win the hammer. Yep, and that the lightning that made me happy. Like that final scene when his eyes started to glow. Oh. And he's held up both his hands, and then he had Stormbreaker and the hammer, and it just in a flash, it yep. was like he had his, like he had his um, his uh, like he to- he totally had the Norse god like yes. look going. But 
They didn't change his body back. Because that's not what's important. Right. And I'm glad that they didn't change him back to being this, like, ripped, like... Tight, buff. Like, nice butt-looking <laughs> guy. Which leads me to my next point. Captain America. That is... I'm so glad they got rid of the beard. Oh, my God, oh I my am, God, too. Oh, my God, I hated that beard. I mean, I liked it, because, like, I don't know. I like a guy with some facial hair. It's but at this, cap. But at the same time, like, that's my captain. Yes, please. Oh, captain, my captain. Um... <laughs> But that is America's ass. And how many times did he swear? So you all remember how Captain America is definitely this, like, I am not going to swear. I have to, like, make sure everyone watches their language and all this other stuff. How many times did Captain swear? He said three cuss words. He said shit. He said bitch. I counted ass. And I, yeah, ass. Like, three times. Tiny little blips. That he swore. And it was awesome to see that, like, how he went from, like, being, like, oh, well, I'm just going to be this good guy and this, that, and the other. And then he switches over to this, like, all right, I have, I have to do this now. I'm over it. Oh, it was, that was great. I loved it. Oh, and then, so, like, fast forward to the fight scene. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Okay, so... End of the movie, Thanos' army has come down. Well, not really Thanos' army. Thanos is sitting. Hold on. Time out. Rewind a minute. So before everything, it's like Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man. And it's literally like the three main superhero characters of the Marvel Universe. They're all standing there and they walk up and they're going to go like mess up like Thanos and all this other stuff. Well, you know, Thor gets his butt kicked and all this stuff, and he's got Stormbreaker, and he's standing there, and, like, Thanos is trying to push it into his chest. Well, all of a sudden, you just see Captain go pick up Molnir. I think that's the name of the hammer. I'm so bad at pronouncing it. I have no And idea. literally, okay. uh, Captain is holding it, so he has the, like... He's worthy of the power of Thor, and oh my and god. not only just the hammer, like, he is not only wielding the hammer, he is wielding lightning. Yes! He is. Like, he is, like. Cracking Thanos with it. Strike after strike after strike. I know. Like, using, how was it said? Molnir. Molnir. Using Molnir as a freaking boomerang to go around and swing back and like, throwing up his shield and smacking it with Molnir and having to hit into him and just going all over the place. That literally. Lightning. That literally is probably one of my favorite fight scenes. Like in you like throughout the really movie. Well for like twenty seconds. I know. I literally every time <laughs> I. I've seen this movie three times and each time I have gotten goosebumps when I watch that part. It just, like, it. I don't know what it is, but it just makes me so happy. And I'm just like, yes! Yes, Captain! I knew it! We all knew you were worthy! Because if you guys remember, in Age of Ultron, when they're sitting there and they're all, like, partying or whatever, and everyone's going up and trying to, like, pick up Mjolnir, well, Captain is the only one who could make it budge a little bit, and it got Thor nervous. <laughs> oh, no. He's like, oh, <laughs> Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> so, that was awesome, and I loved that whole entire scene. And then, where where do we want to go to now? Because there's, like, there's so many good parts in this whole I movie. So many, and like, it's, random little notes in here. It's, like, like 
we were trying to go from like start to finish but it's so difficult because it's like you can jump all over the place depending on like where characters like pick up and like where they development is like a pretty good one to stick by yeah um, i think it helps oh I oh my god iron man we have to talk about iron man <sighs> that's got to be the final discussion Okay, fair enough. We gotta figure out something else for her. <laughs> we can't just, we got like 30 minutes left. 15 to 30 minutes left. Well, I um, mean, I can talk about how everything else plays out. Let's talk like about Scott. Oh, Ant-Man. Yeah, Ant-Man. Hang on, okay, so one point that I do want to make is I kind of noticed, and I think I made this point, I'm 99%, I'm 100% sure I made this point last time, is that it seems like they are giving, like, a, a character establishing origin movies. Yes. For characters that don't really seem to do too much. But that are still integral to the plot. Yes. I'm not going to take that away from them, but it's like they're, they're, again, I'm just, maybe I'm just upset that we don't have an origin movie for Black Widow. That's probably what it is. It probably still a little but, salty about that. However, Ant-Man <laughs> needed his origin movie. Yes. And he needed Ant-Man and the Wasp. Yes. And I told you guys in the last one that you needed to go watch Ant-Man and the Wasp. At least if you hadn't seen Ant-Man, it didn't, like, whatever, you can kind of pick up what, what was going on. However, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you really need to watch that because that's what basically leads to all this time travel. The quantum realm is the reason as to why they can go and collectively get all the Infinity Stones and the Pym Dust... And, like, you needed to have, like, know the knowledge of the Pym Dust and where that happened and where that came into play. And because of all of this, that is how they are able to, like, get down to, like, being able to go back in time to get all the Infinity Stones. And it's so amazing. I literally am so excited about this whole entire thing. But I'm sad at the same time because now my favorite series is over. Yes. Kind of. And that is... Well, I still don't know what they're going to do after this. Like, maybe the Avengers well, themselves are done, but, like... Well, there's the, there's still, like, the, the new Spider-Man movie coming out. There's, exactly. uh I forget what it's I called. I think Black Panther, Black Panther 2 is still coming out. Yeah. Far From Home. Far From Home. That's what it is. Thank, Thank you. you. Um, I yeah. think they're still working on Black Panther 2. Probably. Um, also, Cap passed off the shield to Sam. I know. I'm and very... And is still young. I'm very interested to see how that's going to play like, out. Oh, actually, they're doing a TV show out of that, I think. Are they? And it's going to be on Disney+. Plus. All right. Y'all, I am so excited to give them more of my money. <laughs> they're owning everything. Like, they I, they don't even have to do their own street, like, their own, like, service like that. But they're gonna. And I'm willing. I'm ready. I'm ready to give them $8 a month. So, I was... Starting sometime in November. I was not going to bring up the fact that anything about Disney and then <laughs> we made it through Infinity Wars without actually bringing it up and you know what I missed it yep I miss talking about Disney and how they own everything okay Disney you can just own my soul it's okay I'll sell it to you I mean I have a Disney like I wouldn't even call her a princess I, I would say Elsa's a queen like tattooed on my arms well, so. yeah I mean she's a queen they own you now they do that's copyrighted I don't care property of Disney. <laughs> I don't care they can do whatever um, what was I gonna talk about <laughs> um okay so if you're like me and you did not see uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp, even though in the last episode we said do that, and I forgot because I'm bad at remembering things. That's okay. Um, Marvel does one of their famous six-second explanations uh, for the time machine that was in Ant-Man and the Wasp. So 
you don't really get the good in-depth explanation by any means. It's kind of like glossed over like a real quick like, yeah, this is just kind of what it is, and this is how it's important to this part of the plot, so we'll just go with that. Right, but they, and then they also go back and explain like, hey, well, it's been five years. Well, Scott mm-hmm. is like, no, it's been five hours. <laughs> so literally, like, a short amount of time in the quantum realm is a long extended period of time out in the real world. Mm-hmm. So it was very, very lucky and fortunate for him to come back, even though we all knew it was probably going to happen. Yeah. So whatever. It's all good. Um, who put all of Scott's stuff in storage? I have no idea. I think it was his daughter, actually, now that I think about it. It probably was his daughter. Probably. That makes sense. But like when he was looking oh, at the mural, and then he was, like, searching around for Cassie's yes. name, and then he was like, oh, no, that's my name. Sorry, total squirrel moment right now. This was something I remembered when, I, when we were sitting there watching the movie, and I was super excited because I was like, oh, my God, this relate, like, this, like, little end clip, like, was a preface to uh, Infinity War. So, like, what was going to happen? So, if you... Uh, again, Ant-Man and the Wasp, you should have watched the end of it, and you should have watched the end, like, credit, because literally it's Dr. Pym and his wife, and they, like, poof, they, like, dust how everyone else dusted, um, like, at the end of Infinity War. So, literally, you knew what was going to happen in Infinity War because of the, what happened in Ant-Man and the Wasp. This is why it is important to watch all the movies. This is just my opinion. You don't have to listen to my opinion. It's true. You don't have to listen to her opinion. <laughs> I'm, I'm just stating my opinion. It's fine. It's a good opinion to have, though, and you should follow it, but you don't have to. Right. Um, I want to talk about Pepper for a second. Oh, I, I love Pepper. I know. She has been so supportive of all of Tony's crazy-ass things throughout the entire franchise. I know. She has been so smart. Even like when she's been at like her limit of not being able to handle him, she's still been there. I know. I love it. I love her so much and I love how literally the when how she said during the movie um getting you to uh or being able to control you has been one of the greatest failures of my life. Yeah. Um so that came after Tony realized that he cracked the code to tri- time travel. He, like, fully cracked it. He got it. It was, like, a successful run, and he was just like, oh, my God, oh, my God, oh, my God, what do I do with this? I also think at that point when, like, Cap brought that up to him, yeah, I think that Cap knew that Cap, he was going to keep knew working on it. that he wasn't going to... Was, he was implanting that in there. He yeah. knew what he was doing. Oh, he, yeah. He, like, seemed kind of surprised when Tony showed up. But, like, he knew what he was doing. He knew that Tony was going to follow through with that oh, in yeah. some form. Oh, yeah. Because um, he was like, this guy is too stubborn. Right. Um, so they're doing that, and she's talking about composting, about this book on composting. And he was like, I can just drop it at the end of, like, drop, the, put it in a box, drop it at the, into the bottom of the lake, and go to bed. And she's like, you're not going to rest if you do that. Right. You know? And it's just like, that was the driving factor to be like, all right. Let's do this. Yeah. Let's go save everyone. Yeah. I think after Infinity War, when she was absolutely pissed at him for going into space, when she was like, don't do this. Yes. I think after the snap and she realized what had happened, that I think that that was a moment for her to be like, I can't control, I can't ask him to not do what is in his nature, which is 
to save others protect others exactly um because like her just kind of like how she has been in the movie while she stood by his side she's also got done it in like kind of like an exasperated manner right almost um from what i'm remembering anyway well if go back to iron man 3 which i still have yet to see it because i'm a terrible person we're both seeing all the rest of them we both suck but that one all of them but that one but i do know that that is when pepper gets her suit is in Iron Man 3. Okay. So. Nice. That's when. She was rocking that suit. Oh my god, yes. Just coming in, just. That literally. Posing all over that the also, like, fast forward to, like, that fight scene and, like, the whole entire thing when it was, like, him and her together and they were just, yeah. like, kicking ass. Yes. It was, like, yes. Yes. Literally gave me goosebumps. I Even talking about it, I have goosebumps. It's like, amazing. there's something wrong with me. No, it's okay. Uh, where were the rest of my notes? This is too far. Anyway, so she's, like, been supportive of his greater good side of, like, the superhero side of him, I think. Um, after the snap, she kind of really realized everything. Um, and at the end of it, uh, (laughs) spoiler alert, not like this is not the entire episode, Iron Man dies. He, um... Oh we'll get God. into that in a second, because uh, I want to go through that sequence in a second. You told me not but, to talk about Iron Man, and that's what I want to talk about. No, I, because this is mostly about Pepper. Okay. Um, Continue. She is... Her, her husband is dying in front of her eyes. Peter Parker is a mess. He is in denial, and then finally he like really realizes, oh, this is happening. Pepper kind of gets him away, and she's talking to Tony, and she says, we're going to be okay. You, you can, can rest, rest now. now. I know! And, you know, she's got her hand on his chest, and he's got his hand around her hand. And, and then when she the says that the light flickers, goes out, drops. Uh, and that's the end of Iron Man. Literally! But she was holding it all together so tightly so like trying to be as comforting as possible for him in those last few seconds just trying to just keep him I on know. a smooth path as he's exiting and then finally as soon as she realizes he's passed she like starts to break down but like she she it's kind of like the same kind of like, I guess reverence she's, that I have for Wanda is because she's always watched their, been right she's always died exactly and she's always been his rock Exactly. Through the very beginning. Exactly. Like, she's always been there. She's always been his rock. Like, always by his side, no exactly. matter what. And now it's like, I don't want to see Iron Man die. Exactly. And so she's trying to hold it all together until finally she can start processing it. Even, like, during, like, the funeral, like, and everything. She's just kind of, like, she's very stoic. She's trying to hold everything together so that she can be there for her daughter and all these people that he impacted and, like... Just kind of like coming to terms and to peace with it and everything. And Can we talk about their daughter? Let's talk about Morgan. Okay, she's adorable. Oh, by the way, I love you three thousand. I love you three thousand. Yes. <laughs> However, if you don't remember, in the beginning of Infinity War, when uh, Pepper and Tony are talking, they're like, "Hey, let's like, have a kid." He's and he's like, like, "I had this dream, and it was so real that we had a kid." Right. And then he's like, "Let's name it Morgan." And yes, I'm like as soon as like it like as soon as he was like Morgan Stark, get out here, and I'm like, oh my god, he Morgan named Morgan Stark. Yes, 
that is her name. We have, yes, it all comes so together. Cute. And it's like small details like that is what I absolutely love about this series. I have a multitude of good lines that I wrote down, but I think my favorite might be, you know, it's not a contest or anything, but uh, she's, she loves me 3,000. Yes. Yeah, somewhere in the six to, low six to 900 range. Yes. Oh, my gosh. That was one of my favorite parts. <laughs> oh, so cute. He's just like... Wow. <laughs> 3,000. <000. laughs> oh my gosh. Um, so adorable. Okay. Do we want to get into this final battle? Yes, let's get into the it final is. battle. I've been waiting for this. You have no idea. Like, this is my, my pump. I'm pumped about this. I just want to talk about how, like, literally when when Captain and, like, so, like, the three of them come out and they're, like, getting their asses kicked and all this stuff. And then Thanos is like ridiculously strong. It's like they're level ten, he, and he's a level twenty because he's a, stupid. He's a titan. He's he's more of oh. like a, he's more of a godly um, kind of creature as compared to everyone else. Who like Thor is technically an alien. They're just more related to humans. Oh, okay. That's why everyone else is just kind of like equal level. Okay, that makes more sense because I didn't realize that Thanos is a titan. Yeah, that's okay. why t that's why Thanos is so strong. Oh. His name is literally the Mad Titan. Yeah. They call him that in Guardians of Galaxy. Yeah, the, the, that's literally what it is. <laughs> uh, you guys didn't pick that up on the microphone. Jenny just said that his name literally means the Mad Titan, and no, no, I did no, not know no, that. No, 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 no. He's called the Mad Titan. Oh. Yeah. I'm dumb. I'm gonna edit that out. Uh, <laughs> You guys didn't hear on the microphone, but Jenny said that in Guardians of the Galaxy, he is called the Bad Titan. Yeah, so... I did not realize that. That's why he's so strong. But it's also been a minute since I've seen those movies. Right, which is completely okay. But, so then, fast forward <laughs> to when we're sitting there and, you know, like, like um, Captain just gets up after getting, like everything handed to him by uh by Thanos and Thanos is like I'm going to destroy the world and like do what I'm supposed to do and blah 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 and then all of a sudden Sam comes on Captain's earpiece he's like Cap are you there and then all of a sudden everyone like so all you see is like the mystic arts like the circles start coming up and literally it's the first three people that walk through. It's uh, Shiri, uh, Takala, and what's her I name? I can't remember his wife's name. Because that's who stepped out with him was his wife. That's not his wife. That is his general. Okoye? Yeah. The no, one... I thought somebody else stepped out of the portal with him. No. I didn't think it was her. No, it was the oh. general. Oh, my bad. I'm remembering wrong. The, we the literally just saw because I remember, I remember seeing Okoye. Right. Because obviously, my favorite, like, three minutes, two minutes of this film. Right. Uh, she is in. Right. Um, but uh, I thought that it was his wife that was there next to him, not Okoye. Mm-mm. Um, my bad. Misremembered. But, um, no, so, like, they're the first three that step out, and then literally all these other portals start opening, and everyone comes back. And my favorite... Just, armies of people my favorite line my all-time favorite line of this whole entire thing is avengers assemble because throughout all of the movies they have never once said avengers assemble and like 
so mind you, we're basing all of this off of the the uh, movies, not the comic books, because the comic books are not as pop culture as what the movies are. Mm, I wouldn't quite say that. However, not quite as accessible to this podcast as okay, and to like what your interests lie, and in. your interests don't lie in the comic books. I do actually like the comic books. Do you? Yes. I like comic books. Oh man, I feel like an asshole. <laughs> no, no, you're you're good. You're good. You're good. It doesn't. It's fine. But it's that. I just thought you liked the movies more. I'm sorry. I I like them both. Okay. Uh, I definitely do like the movies a little bit more because I've seen more of the movies okay. than I've read the comics. So okay. I'm sorry for making that assumption. That was no, part of me. You're good. I don't care. Okay. No, but it, whatever. But anyway, like. That's basically what this podcast is based off of, or this episode is... Infinity Wars and this one are based off the movie specifically. Yeah, Um, because... So it would be weird to bring in, like, anything about the comics. Yeah, it's way too weird. Because there's a lot of stuff that doesn't actually make sense from the comics as to what the movies say now. But anyway, so everyone comes out, right? And Oh my god, it's literally Avengers Assemble and... Oh my god, I got... It got some tears out of me this time. I got chills. I'm just like, yes! Yes! Go! We're gonna do this! And Mm -hmm. it's everyone. Like, you see... Like, oh, I love Doctor Strange. Benedict Cumberbatch, if you're really not married, please come marry me. Thank you. I think he might actually be. I don't care. (laughs) I'm just kidding. Like, I'm not that kind of person. Anyway... So, <laughs> but, oh my god, so then you see Doctor Strange, you see, my favorite is when they literally just, like, put the spotlight on Peter Parker, and he's just like, hey, I'm back, like, oh my god, uh, he just comes, like, zipping in right after, like, the guard, after, like, Mantis and Drax yes. and, um, Quill yep. and- Yes. Uh, Doctor Strange pop yes. up, and he just like comes zipping in on his on his web. Yes, and he stops, and like the the mask comes back, and he's just like, oh, and like, he, so, he just like, looks oh, my so, God, he looks so stoic <laughs> in that scene. It's, it's amazing. Yes, I love it so much. Like everybody looks ready to fight. Yes, and then they say Avengers assemble, and then everyone just goes, and, and it's just both armies of people. Because like at this point, like on the Avengers side, it is an actual army, like uh, about. I want to say maybe 30 seconds before um, the portals... No, 15 seconds before the portals start opening up. Um, yes. Thanos' armies just start literally dropping out of the sky. Like, there are, po- like, these massive, like, obelisk-type pods that are dropping out of the sky and just releasing these monsters, these aliens, like, these hellhound-looking things. Um, and it's just, like, I, it, it's a scene of, like, this entire army on the right side of the screen. I'm glad with, you like, said dark... hellhounds, because I was thinking the same thing. Yeah, that's what they look like. But just, like, this entire, like, army on the right side of the screen with, like, dark overcast over it, like these spaceships that just look so ominous. And then you have Cap standing on top of the rubble with a, um, with like the sun kind of shining through the clouds, like still overcast because it's really dusty because like the Avengers headquarters right. just collapsed. Yeah. But like light shining through and he is just a silhouette, like a one small singular silhouette on top of this. And then you hear Sammy start coming in and then everything opens. It's amazing. And then, and it's then they just, just like... start running at each other. Oh, I love it. I love in the Valkyrie, the Valkyrie oh with God. her Pegasus. Yes, and she just like comes like swooping in, and I'm like, yeah, let's go. She's our new queen. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. Yes. She is our new queen. <laughs> yes. Uh, she does take over New Asgard. Um, 
Thor is just like, I'm gonna go on a self, uh, self-identity exploration here. You, you are now the queen. I trust you. Yes. You are taking over. And she's just like, oh my god, what? <laughs> okay, got it. I'm gonna make a lot of changes. And he was like, yes, I expect you to. I kind of let things get weird. Oh my gosh. He let things get so weird in those five years. Yes, he did. <laughs> it, but. We're past it. Right. We're done. Oh my gosh. He's the Guardians now. <laughs> so. Going to Doctor Strange, when we're in the final fight scene, uh, Iron Man looks over, and you can tell he's like, what are we down to? And he just holds up the finger, and is just like, we're down to one. And they don't have any verbal communication. Not it's all. all just looking back and forth at each other. And Iron Man knows. He's like, I have to do something or else the fate of the universe is going to be at risk again. And I literally, I'm I'm pretty sure I'm broken because I should have cried at that point, but I didn't. And I love that scene. I absolutely yeah. love it. And I also literally got goosebumps when Iron Man, he's sitting there and like they're all fighting Thanos. They're just like going to town and then all of a sudden, Tony, like, grabs the Infinity Stones without us seeing it and puts it in on his, like, uh, suit. And his suit's hanging him up. And Thanos is like, I am inevitable. And he snaps his finger and nothing happens. And then Tony looks at him and he sees the... He raises up his arm as the stones are still continuing up to his hand. And he says, I and am... I am Iron Man. I literally, I was like, oh, and he snaps his finger and fucking Thanos goes away. You're going to have to edit that out, okay? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> yes. No, I was, I was going to mention that actually, how there's 14 million possibilities on how this could have played out, but there was only one that they were going to succeed at. Yeah. And Jenny just pointed out that uh, Doctor Strange couldn't even look at Tony because he knew what the outcome was going to be. He knew what that one outcome was. Yeah. yeah. Ah! Ah! I know. <laughs> it hurts. Ah! And I am. I didn't even pick that up when we were Iron watching Man. Infinity Wars because, like, I didn't realize that he didn't look at him at all. Yeah. I was just like, it, it just like he kind of like glanced over at him, but he wouldn't look up at him because he's sitting on the floor. Right? Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And. Oh. It's so much. I'm so sad. Oh, but I loved, loved seeing Thanos getting his ass beat by all these wonderful Marvel women. Oh. I know there's some people um, that think that that's all fan service. Um, it's not. Uh, one of those people is somebody that I live with. When I came home from seeing the movie the first time, I was like, that was amazing. And he was like, that was fan service. And I'm like, you can shut up. It might be fan service, but that's also a display of um, what women are capable of. It doesn't matter what your gender is. None of that matters because if you are fighting for what you believe in, you can do some damage. You can do some good. You can help in absolutely any way possible. And I think that that scene of having woman after woman after woman. <laughs> Peter Parker's on the ground. He's like cuddling the gauntlet because he doesn't know what else to do. Captain Marvel just zips down and says, or she just sits in front of him. He says, hi, I'm Peter Parker. And she says, hi, Peter Parker. Got something for me? 
he said, he's like, how are you going to get it over there after, like, through an entire army of people to a van? She, the women of Marvel... It just like the, down. the camera like down. pans out and you just see they all Scarlet Witch, uh, you see but you see Pepper, you see Valkyrie, you see uh yeah, Koye, yeah. you see um you already said Scarlet Witch. Um, uh Gamora, Nebula. Yes, yes. And they're all like she has help. I like that they brought Nebula Nebula in last because yes. I feel like that was like the final like this is her final alignment. Yes. Like she is finally fully not that she hadn't before but like I feel like that no, really like, solidifies the alignment. Oh, exactly. Um cuz uh, Gamora was going to turn over to the Avengers side no matter what. Right. That's just in her nature. And but we knowing, saw that in exactly. the Guardians of the Galaxy in the first Infinity War. Exactly. So But um I can't. I, I know. Can't. I just don't want to acknowledge it. It's okay. Um, but seeing Nebula step in, that was like, that was it. Yeah. Like, that made me happy. That made me excited. Yes. And then seeing them all just bust through these armies, you know, seeing Valkyrie just take her sword and absolutely, like, slay one of these flying ship monster things. I don't know what they are. They look like... They're, they're, they, they look they're like basically, sea, like, creatures that are, like, like, ships. Bugs. I don't know. Yeah. They're weird. Yeah. But, like, she is, like, on her Pegasus just, like, completely slaying one. And, uh, you know, Wanda, in her moment of um, confronting Thanos and saying, <gasps> yes. you took everything from me yes. and him saying i don't even know you she's like you will and then she just proceeds to tear him a new one yeah to the point where he has to activate guns on his ship because he knows that she is going to kill him and then when captain marvel comes into the atmosphere to take down the ship just body slams that ship yes she like comes in and she just like just goes right through this spaceship and literally tears it apart and you see it crawl like crumble to the ground oh that was fantastic fan service maybe badass definitely right okay but i mean we our little girls that are coming up in the world they need like superheroes precisely i mean i looked up to wonder woman when i was younger however wonder woman now no way. Hey, no way. I, I fell asleep during that movie. So <laughs> uh, I don't like DC. I'm sorry, guys, if you guys like DC. It's okay. Personal preference. It's okay. You don't have a Twitter. They can't add you. Yeah. Because uh, <laughs> I'm okay. old, even though I'm not old. Do you have final thoughts on Tony that you'd like to continue to express? I... Or did we accidentally touch on that? No, we accidentally touched on it. Okay. Because I was going to just talk about the when he's sitting there and he has all the Infinity Stones and he says, I am Iron Man. Oh. Oh, it killed me. It hurt my heart. It killed me. No, I was too far away from the mic. That hurt my heart. Uh, okay. I think that kind of wraps us up. Uh, yeah, I, I, my biggest question is just what are they going to do after this? And that is my uh, question. I, like I said, that I know that they're doing the, um, uh, why can't I think of what it is? They're doing... They're doing Spider-Man. Yes, they're doing Spider-Man and they're doing the, 
uh, the the new Captain America and Winter Soldier, Soldier series. I think I remember hearing about that. I'm pretty sure that's what they're doing. Um, I'm not they're sure. They're doing I second haven't. Black Panther. They're continuing on Spider-Man. And I know that they've got a lot more things planned with the streaming service that they're going to be starting up in November. Right. It's just a matter of, like, what are they going to do for, like, the cinematic airing and theaters universe? Because they that brings in a lot of money, and that would really be stupid for Disney to make this the end. I don't think they will make it the end. Um, I, I, I think what happened to Gamora. I think there's going to be something I with the Guardians be. of the Galaxy. I think there might be a volume three that they're going to come out with. I really hope so, because the way that they ended it, um, with all of them being on the ship and, you know, about to go off into space, and you could see that mm-hmm. Peter was looking, uh, Peter Quill was looking for Gamora. Mm-hmm. It just, I, it kind of leaves you hanging to see, like, where that's going to go to. Mm-hmm. So I really hope they do another Guardians of the Galaxy, but I guess... I need more um, dick measuring contests between Quill and Thor. Oh my god, yes. <laughs> Those are good. That okay. fantastic. So, that has been our take on Advent- uh, Adventures Endgame. Uh, if you have any comments or questions or anything like that, uh, you want to discuss more about it on Twitter, uh, the podcast uh, Twitter handle is at CoffeeFuelRamp. Uh, I forgot to mention this last episode. I think I mentioned the episode before when I did D&D with Luke, but I forgot to mention it last time when we discussed Infinity Wars. I am part of a podcast network now called the Little Gray Boy Network. Uh, We've got a lot of different shows for all different types of interest on there. A couple of my personal favorites that I keep listening to are um, Tessa and Elliot Argue and the Media Obscura. Um, I just think that they kind of more align with what I typically listen to. Um, But we've also got things like Just Think Podcast and the Budget Arcade. Um, We've got the Rules Lawyers, which is a a Real Play D&D podcast. Uh, But I think they're all a lot of fun and they all have a lot that they're bringing to the network and I'm really excited to uh, be a part of it. So uh, if you guys want to go check them out, our Twitter handle for that is at little gray boy two or at little gray two i can't remember exactly which one it is but there's definitely a two in there uh thank you guys again for listening this week on this episode and uh next time i'm actually going to be running a series on nostalgic tv shows from my childhood so i'm um, hoping to have a lot of fun with that one i know that we will yeah Got any last words Thank you, everyone, for letting me come on here. Thank you, Pancakes. You're welcome. I loved this. This was awesome and so much fun. Uh, I hope you all enjoy this, and I might see you some other time. All right. Well, I'll see or hear all of you yeah, I don't, next I, time. <laughs> I won't, I'm sorry. I don't know why I keep saying see. I don't see these people. I'm sorry. No, it's okay. <laughs> it's all good. All right. I look forward to chatting with you all next time. Bye.